What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy, Anime Nerd, and I'm back again giving you guys another news update on what's going on in the anime community, in the gaming world, of course. So, let's go um, right into it. No need to make this introduction any longer than what it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, the success of the One Piece anime, doing good, the live action, of course. And now, as always, Hollywood always want to capitalize on something Naturally, I'm not surprised that they're going to try to capitalize on these old school anime live action adaptations. So one particular that's coming out in Netflix, and I believe it's coming out in the December, December 2023 or early 2024 is Yu Yu Hakusho. Now, a lot of you guys who grew up in the early 2000s will remember this show. I think it started in the early 2000s, maybe in the late 1990s. <laughs> Make it sound ancient. But Yu Yu Hakusho was a very popular show. I remember it used to uh, form in my hand as a gun and like trying to act like I was doing one of the special moves. I forgot the name of the move already. It's been a while. But apparently Yu Yu Hakusho is coming out Sometime a lot sooner than we know. This isn't as hype as it was with the One Piece live adaptation anime, but due to the success of One Piece, I believe that's the reason why it's coming out now. And me personally, I don't have any type of you know expectation with this anime coming out. For the most part, I just hope it does a pretty good job. I mean, it's been a minute since I've seen Yu Yu Hakusho. So uh, we'll see how that goes for for the most part. But, you know, if it does well, that's great. You know, that's good for everybody who gets to watch the show and who enjoyed it when they were young because they get to relive the show and the series. The, my, my fear is when it comes to these live adaptation uh, uh, anime is that they don't, you know, do well or it's like cheesy and stuff. Like One Piece, it, it survived the test of time, and I'm glad it did. It was really good. I thought it was good. I mean, obviously, you have people who didn't like it, just simple fact because it's a live adaptation. I'm pretty sure like some voice actors didn't like it because you know they're behind the scene and didn't get to see it. I think Sean Schimmel said it, but he then again he did say he just didn't like live adaptation of the anime anyway. So that's neither here or there with him. Me personally, I just I just think if it isn't a slice of life anime, it's kind of hard to really produce a good live adaptation series. Me personally, because slice of life anime is it's like it's easy to make it drama and make it seem like everyday life. There's pretty good slice of life anime anyway on Netflix because our series that are derivative from anime series. Just because there's slice of life, you kind of won't even know that it was a series until you read it or realize, oh, snap, that's an anime or a manga. So for the most part, it's kind of hard to see that happening. But, you know, I'm going to go in and watch Yu Yu Hakusho, the live action, and honestly give my opinion on it and decide if it was good or not. And, you know, like I said, I'm not keeping my expectation high because the last thing I want to do it's like coming with this high hope and it bombs, you know? I hate to see that. Now, on interesting news, granted, I'm pretty sure a lot of you guys know about Solo Leveling, uh, the series um, from Korea, a manga series. So apparently, granted, the anime hasn't dropped yet, 
but apparently there's plans to make a live action Korean adaptation of Soul Leveling. <clears throat> now, let me guys, let me tell you guys this. I love Korean shows. Like to me, I think they do it great. They it's just interesting. Their stories, their I don't know. I just I really love watching Korean shows. So this one, I'm definitely gonna watch. I'm hoping they put it in on Netflix, or I'm gonna just figure out a way to go and watch a whole lot of Korean shows because I have to watch this one. And I, I granted, I know I was just talking about coming in with low expectations for Yu Yu Hakusho, but I when it comes to solo leveling and the Koreans doing the shows. They do a great job on their shows, man. I like, I be, I'm sitting here watching nothing but Korean shows. Like right now, I'm currently watching The Devil Plan. It's a game show, but I enjoy it. The the 100. There's other Korean shows that um that I watch, and I truly enjoy. There hasn't been one that I haven't like, like Sweet Home. I think it's coming back out. Everything like that. If you guys haven't watched Sweet Home, definitely watch Sweet Home. It's a pretty good series and everything. So, but like I said. Soul Leveling is coming out with a live adaptation on it. Uh, it was reported by the French news website that the Soul Leveling manga has a live adaptation. The manga adaptation of uh, Chingong Solo Leveling Novel City with illustration by Dubu uh, launched on Webtoon service in March of 2018 and it ended in December 2021. So that's pretty good long running. Um... So, so far, they're just announcing that they're planning to release it. There's no actual announcement date on it. They say that uh, the Kato Kawa published the manga in Japan under the title One Deck Level Up Nakin, which translates to English as I'm the only one who has level up. And it will release the 14th volume on September 22. So... Also, so they also mentioned that the manga is inspiring an anime that will appear in January. So be on the lookout for that. I can't wait for that because I'm definitely, it's definitely one of those that's a must watch type of thing overall. But yeah, so they're making a lot of live adaptation of shows that are popular, which I'm okay with. Uh, it's Beats doing the remakes of certain shows, I guess. Like how Hollyweird is doing these days, but it's neither here or there. I'm just like saying, just want to give you guys like the update of everything and like what's going on around the world because the last thing you want to do is be blindsided about these type of things. You know what I'm saying? So, moving on to my next topic, Digimon Adventures Two, the beginning anime film English trailer was revealed and it's planned to be. Releasing in November 8th and 9th, screening in the U.S. So for those of you guys who are a fan of the Digimon series, the second season at least, um, the film will be out, coming out in November 8th and 9th. So you have a little bit under a month to prepare. But me personally, I'm definitely going to go watch it because I have to watch these Digimon movies. It's like a, a thing of mine. It's like, oh, Digimon, bet I'm going to go watch it. So I have to. I can't wait to watch it. So, of course, it's going to be select theaters that shows it. I just want to see how Digimon 2 kind of sets up what their story was like. Because, you know, we had Digimon Try and then the Digimon um, 1 movie and then the last one with Kai and... It's not TK. What is it? Matt. 
kind of met their story at the end. So it was nice to see that kind of go off. That little final evolution was raw for that movie. So I want to see like what new evolution would it be for these guys and so so I'm, I'm looking forward to definitely watching it i mean but as far as digimon goes if i had to rank my digimon and i only watch like all the way up to digimon frontier that's so how much so the one i like the og i like war greymon it's like probably by far my most favorite digimon of all War Greymon, I don't know his design, his concept. It's just, it was just awesome. I love War Greymon. But if I have to choose on uh, what Digimon series and how I rank them, for me personally, I like Digimon the third season, which is I think Digimon Tamer. Then it will go Digimon the original, the first season. Then and it, this is going to probably cause some issues with some people because I know a lot of people don't like that. But I like um, the Digimon thing, and I forgot the name. It was just in my head. Uh, the Digimon where they are able to fuse with the um, become Digimon. They even had Digimon partners, and I know you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, it it for me, I thought it was unique uh, as far as how it goes with it. I like the concept. I know some people don't. They're like, "Oh, you like that," but. It was a good concept. I thought it was unique. And it, it had a lot of potential. Maybe it could have been done right. Uh, but other than that, though, I think, to me, that was my favorite third one. Uh, it was Digimon Frontiers. That's the name of it. Digimon Frontiers was the one. Then it would be Digimon Season uh, Adventures 2. And then lastly, it would be Digimon uh, Data Squad, Data Squad, something like that. Yeah. So that's my ranking of the Digimon. I know it's not the very most popular one because I know a lot of people think the one and two because they're the OGs are the best. And I still like one. But for me, when I came in, I started watching, really, really watching Digimon was when Tamers came out. And then I I remember watching bits and pieces of the first one, of season one, but it wasn't on there like that because, you know, me back then, it was like Beyblade. It was Yu-Gi-Oh. It was back then when you used to just sit down on Saturday and you used to wait to watch your cartoons. And it was just a good old time. I remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle was out. They, they had uh, Kirby had a show. Yeah, man. That was, I feel like early 2000s was a time to be alive. And if you guys wasn't alive or born back then, for those of you who are early 2000 baby, I'm sorry. You guys missed out on a good old time back then. Now, they don't even have Saturday cartoons, so I don't know even know what they watch these days. They just, yeah. I hate to say it, it sucks. It sucks for them. So, on in the news, for those of you guys who love Gundam as much as I do, Bandai Namco revealed concept art visual of a 2025 World Expo Gundam Next Future Pavilion. So, it said last year, Bandai Namco holding announced that it will have a Gundam theme area of 2025 World Expo in Osaka. So for those of you guys who haven't visited Japan, I'm letting you guys know right now, Osaka is lit, all right? I fucking love Osaka. I just like, I love Japan in general, you know? I'm, I'm, don't get me wrong, I love being back in the good USA soils, but it's like, it's weird. Like for me, I miss 
Japan, but then when I'm in Japan, I miss the U.S. It's like, there's no happy medium. If I could, I'll split my time. Six months in the U.S., six months in Japan, we're good. Maybe I will do that in the future once I make enough money. You, what do you guys think? Just do that? Uh, we'll see, though. Anyway, it will say the name of the area will be called Gundam Next Future Pavilion, the tagline and the image on the below. So if you guys ever see it, look it up. Uh, from the concept art, it looked like it's going to be a, a nice, pretty big area where you get to see all the old Gundam, future Gundam, all the Gundam designs. So if you're like me who love a mech series, Gundam it is. This is where it's at. Also, a little off like topic when it comes to Gundam. I, I was thinking, bro, I think it's time for a Gundam movie. I mean, we have... You have Pacific Rim. You have all these. You can make a Gundam movie. Like, I'm, I'm surprised Hollywood has not yet made a Gundam movie. You have plenty to choose from or even just create your own Gundam um, series. I kind of don't want America to make it because I already know how America is going to do. They're going to put their woke politics and identity and all that stuff in it. When the Gundam series is just about pretty much war fighting action it's like almost like a transformer series back then because if you could do transformer you could do gundam and the only thing i just don't want america to do is just to add their identity politics their politics in general because it's like bro you take away from the movie i don't care what it is i don't care i just don't care let me just watch the movie let's get to the story and let's keep it going those are the concepts but apparently in hollywood you have to do check marks and all that type of stuff and it's a it's a no it's a no for me, for real. <laughs> That's for sure. But I will definitely be checking out this when I go back to Japan. I plan to go back in 2025 for when I graduate with my master's just to celebrate. So this is definitely going to be on my list of things to check out when I go to Japan next year. Well, next, next year, but in 2025. So I'll definitely keep an eye out for that. Now, on some Dragon Ball Z news. I know my news, like I said, this is a news update, really, nothing really topic-wise today. Dragon Ball just announced a new series, and I think it's just their web series that they wanted, that they uh, that they just announced, uh, called Dragon Ball Daima, Daima, I'm, like I said, I don't even know how to really pronounce it, but it's this new series, and from the, from what I saw, and this is just from what I saw. It looked like Goku, Vegeta, a lot of the characters kind of gone, kind of went back into their into their kids' form. Uh, I think believe it's called Dragon Ball Daima, Daima, however you want to pronounce it. Those of you who can say it, then you know. Um, this is like a, it's not canon, but honestly, I know a lot of people are not happy with it. For the most part, because it's like it's not the super series, which I I'm not gonna lie, I kind of wanna, I kind of wanna see the rest of Super, but you know what? If you need to make need more time to work on the super series and take your time, I know a lot of people's like, oh come on out with Super, we're ready for Super. Me personally, I feel like when they're ready, they're ready. Let them build up the storyline some more. Let them work out whatever they gotta work out, then they can release it. I'm not in a rush to watch. Uh, Dragon Ball Super just yet. I mean, I love it. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see Beast Gohan's story come out on, on it and see how it compares to like all the other stories. But you know, when the manga only comes out once a month, it's like 
it's kind of hard for them to do it because they could easily catch up an episode within like six months and they really wanted to, depending on how it rolls. And so, but anyway, the new Dragon Ball Daima uh, series will transform Goku, Vegeta, and a number of other uh, Teriyama, other classic characters into kids. So it's almost like back in that early 90s when it's like Tom and Jerry, kids, Scooby-Doo, Pup Name Scooby-Doo, which is I fucking love Pup Name Scooby-Doo. But those series, they're going to go back and do something like that. Um, it said, Dragon Ball creator Akira Toriyama has shipped up, shipped to provide general narrative guidance and character design for many of its franchise projects in recent years. But for Dragon Ball Daima, a new animated series from Toy, the legendary manga will be hands-on in a big way. Oh, he's supposed to be hands-on. It's going to be interesting. Today at this year New York Comic Con, Toy Animation announced that it will it is well into production of Dragon Ball Daima, a new series that will see numbers of classic Dragon Ball Z characters like Goku, Vegeta, and Bulma transform into children similar to the way Goku became a child in Dragon Ball GT. Now, if you guys haven't seen the trailer, I highly recommend watching the trailer. I watched the trailer. I thought it was pretty good. You know, I think the art design is kind of cool. It'll be interesting to see how Goku and then uh, like what caused them and like who all turned into characters. I've seen uh, Hercule turn into a kid. It's kind of cool. Hercule uh, character design as a kid looked fire compared to Hercule now. I don't know what happened there. Uh, you saw Master Roshi as a kid. He, it looked kind of cool. He could be kind of confused as Krillin in a way. But because I know the the staff and the the um, turtle shell on his back, we know that's Master Roshi. But anyway, it says, during a panel about the new show, executive producer Akio Ayuku described Teriyama as being deeply involved beyond his usual capacity in its production process and teased that he has planned an entire new episode for the storyline. Uh, then we go back. It said, while Toy hasn't shared many details about Daima, it did release a new trailer that made it seem like the show might take a bit of a meta route with a villain aware of Goku lengthy history across different Dragon Ball anime and manga. For a reason that ain't clear, most everyone featured appear to be child, and while it stands to reason that someone used the Dragon Ball to wish it to happen, the trailer levels are at least open who that it could be. Yeah, you kind of seen it. It kind of were giving me Dragon Ball Xenoverse vibes, honestly. Um, plot detail or not, the animation feature in the trailer is gorgeous, and Teriyama's involvement is a sign that Dragon Ball Diamond story might pack a bit more punch than GT did. So we'll see when it appears next fall. It doesn't come out to next year anyway. So that's just the news update for that one and everything. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's it for today's news update. Uh, next, next one, I do plan to go over an anime that I've been watching and a Korean series that I've been watching. So you're going to get a two-for-one next episode. So until next time, you guys take it easy. As always, it's been a pleasure. Thank you guys for supporting your boy. I do love doing this, and I do love your support. Until next time, take it easy. Peace.